Happy Friday, December 18, Holy Family. I'm Zach Sexer, your Chief Administrator. I'll be joined shortly with none other than, I can't believe he hasn't been on the show yet, Mr. D, Scott Davidson. And you know what that means. This very well may be the greatest podcast of Holy Family ever. Let's go! Kane is in the building. Oh, I'm so glad you're with us here today. It's actually not so bad out. Um, just did the parking lot. That is about my favorite thing, actually. If I had to say one thing I love about COVID, it's parking lot duty. You, you, you have a group of kids, right? I'm sorry? You have a group of kids, right? I you have, have a, a cohort. Kids, right? You don't get to go out there with us every day. I don't day. get to go out there. No, I come out every now and then. We should swap sometime because people love you. Because you are Mr. Davidson. Say hi, Scott. Hello. It's so great to be here right now. Thank you, Mr. Zepser. I Well, so I just can't believe, I don't know, this is, I don't know what, I should probably find out. It's our 50th episode or, or what. Um, we do an episode a week since, I don't know when we started. Did we start this last year or the year before? Last year? Feel like yeah. it was last year? Yeah, I think maybe last fall. Maybe it just started last year. I can't believe you haven't been on yet. Because you actually do um, you like you do um, Xavier games and like you do commentary on things and right, right. theater and speech and this is so up your alley. It's so up my alley and I don't know why it's never come up. I uh it, I Don't look at me like that. I like you a lot. I, I stopped in one time with Mrs. Robinson and yes. started with you, but I've never I think you've uh, stopped in a couple of times. Know, that's probably Were you true. trying to get in the podcast? I was always I've always been easing my way in. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's, it's just awesome that you're here. And so um, we are going to do kind of more getting to know you type stuff in a little bit. Um, we're going to chat. Oh, gosh. We're going to chat about you and about um, you as a teacher. And then we're going to do some just Christmas banter. Oh, the joy. And then we're going to play a game that I think is going to be really fun. Um, but first, uh, we should get into, well, we should introduce what in the heck this is. Hi, everybody. This is Positively Family, where we give you your weekly newsletter as easily and positively and quickly as possible, hopefully pointing you back there to find all the stuff that you need. And also, we exist in order to help you feel more part of this family, that is, uh, Holy Family. So, um, we are going to give you first what you came for, and that is the buzz. So here comes your buzz, friends. Um, principally speaking, in the newsletter, I just talk a little bit about strategic planning again. I'm not sharing out a whole lot yet at this point. Uh, we will be resuming our SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. But I just felt like it was worth sharing a couple of thoughts there because I had a nice meeting today with um, our strategic planning committee. There were, I don't know, 10 of us maybe in that meeting. Uh, representing all four of our parishes, some of our uh, staff, administrative, as well as uh, classroom teacher staff, um, and then you know, I think I mentioned parents from all the parishes and the board was represented. We had a really good conversation, and um, I know I always say, um, gosh, if you like what we're doing, go tell people. If, if you have a concern, please tell us. And I just felt like it was one of those conversations where it was really constructive. I mean, you do like creative stuff, right? Don't you love it when you have a conversation with people where you can just think things out and have, you know, ask tough questions and even mention something that you don't even agree with, but you want to make sure that people are thinking about, you know, yeah. uh, it just felt like that. Just a lot of good, um, good minds there in the table. So that, that committee today, who was the meeting? Um, Mary Nagotho, um, Jamie Larson, Heather Williams, Megan Hoffman, myself, Father Ken, um, Monica Robinson, um, Kate, um, 
uh, Vincent. Oh, Kate Carl. Sorry, Kate. Um, Kate Carl and um, Kelly Fulton. And aren't those great people? Yeah, that's a different great perspectives. Group. Some that don't have kids anymore. Some with kids different ages. And yeah, uh, yeah good, good folks. So really appreciative of that group um, and all the work they're doing to help us with our strategic planning. So anyway, I mentioned a couple of things there, and principally speaking about that. Um, then in Holy Family News, just a reminder to please um, have your kids here at the times <laughs> they're supposed to be. The school day begins at 8.30, and it seems like, I don't know, it might seem like a persnickety or snooty thing, like, get your kids here on time. Uh, but it really matters, and that's why we ask this. Um, if a child starts their day late, it there's, there's play within their minds about um, organization, and they, they can feel less confident, they can feel more disorganized. Um, so getting them here... Um, by 8.25 so they can get to class at 8.30 and be ready to rock and roll actually really matters. So a few minutes up earlier in the morning for them, uh, we know sometimes it can be hard. I got four kids myself and I know that can be hard. Um, so please do everything you can to get your kiddos here uh, between 8 and 8.25 so they can be in the class at 8.30 and then please be prompt to pick them up uh, at three uh, by 3.30 uh, when that is. And please make sure you're not on your phone um, when you're in the parking lot because we really, really love our kids and we know you do too. Um, and then if, if you do have to be absent, um, please call by 845 to the office or email Kathy Ireland or Nancy Franey. Their contact information is in the newsletter. Um, yeah, then I, I mentioned last week in lieu of Christmas, I think I mentioned it last week, in lieu of Christmas music performances, uh, we're putting together a few different things. I have the video to share out today, so I should be able to do that later today, uh, a video of our different bands. Have you heard them play? Oh my goodness, I was going to tell you, I was uh, when I got here this morning, they were playing. She was recording this, I think, this video. Uh, and they sounded just fabulous. I yeah. really enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, she's uh, Good stuff. watching her teach is really, really fascinating. Just, um, that's a weird word for it. Um, she doesn't waste anything. Yeah. Um, just every, I was watching her and they're talking to the kids about playing in the, um, in the gym where they recorded it. And she just said, okay, now think about your instrument and listen to the sound of what's happening and think about the sound waves. Because if you're in the front row, normally in the band room, it bounces off a wall six feet away from you and comes right back. Now it's going to go all the way to that wall and bounce back. And then you'll know, think about the light. She just doesn't waste anything. So yeah. I've really enjoyed watching her teach and um, put those together. So we have um, some lovely Christmas music to share out with you from our beginner band, our intermediate band, and our advanced band. So all three uh, to share out with you. And then... Um, I know Miss Wagner, the artist formerly known as Miss Turnquist, she's been working with the youngest kids, uh, well, the, the K through four kids, and putting out um, just stuff they've been working on, not a Christmas thing per se, but wanted to put something out there for you. Um, so that'll be shared out shortly. And then uh, third quarter, we'll be doing something similar with um, with the older grades that she works with. And finally, um, the preschool and childcare families, they're gonna have something from our youngest, youngest kids. Um, they've been um, practicing some songs, which I get to hear Johnny sing all the time. Right. Uh, so uh, they'll be sharing those out by, um, uh, oh God, I'm gonna forget what they're called right now, Blooms and Seesaw. They're gonna come out through those the, the personal apps that way. Um, so that'll be coming. And then script update, um, I hope you got what you needed because now the next order is not until Monday, January 11. Have your order in by 9 a.m. So now you got a few weeks, but these will not be in time for Christmas. And then speaking of Christmas, we do have a Christmas spirit day. This is just a reminder again, because you've heard this before, but on the 22nd, we're gonna have a spirit day so kids can dress festively. Ugly sweaters are encouraged. Um, green, white, red, uh, other Christmas apparel uh, is great too. And then the gala, again, this is just a reminder because you've heard this before, we are gonna be doing a, um, a mailing instead of a gala, hopefully reaching some folks that don't get to hear from us and folks that hopefully would like to be asked to support us because I know some of those folks are out there. Uh, how about some LaSalle news, Mr. D? Oh, LaSalle Middle School news. First and foremost, this is exciting. 
Today was our religion B. So fun. One of my favorite things of oh, the year. I one of it. my favorite things every year, too. Something I really enjoy. Uh, we had students, uh, grades 6 through 8, participating today, and you were kind of an MC for that, right? Well, yes, yeah, sort Father of. Father Mark, the MC, he was asking the questions. Well, yeah, and really Father Mark did it all this year. Um, I wasn't I wasn't really needed. Um, we just, it was a small group because um, we didn't, couldn't have all the kids in there. So Father Mark, and he can really project. He's not only, only a big guy, he's got a big voice. So he projected everything. I kind of confirmed a couple of questions maybe. Um, but yeah, it was pretty much Father Mark's deal. And then Lauren Kilberg, who made that promo video that we shared last night, she uh, was videotaping a bunch of it to make kind of a highlight reel. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. I actually snuck in there. Oh, you did? I didn't you, see sure. you. Yeah, I snuck in and stood at the top of an balcony and just kind of watched sir. it for a little while. And uh, just always amazes me. These kids know their religion knowledge. Excellent. So uh, that was today. And do we want to mention the uh, yeah, three finalists? Do. Yeah, please do. All right, so our three finalists were Asa Two, eighth grader. Killian Shamanic, 7th grader, and uh, Katie Pilcher, our 8th grade student council president. Ah, and you're going to throw that in. Yeah, I had to throw that in. Yeah, they did a super job, and it really came down, uh, it was interesting, because we figured out that Asa, you know, was was tops, but then the next, we had three kids who had to battle it out. Sam Giese and Katie and Killian had to battle it out for third and second place after we already established that Killian uh, had won, but yeah, they did a super job, and I know they're going to represent well when we go to the Diocesan B, where we are the reigning champs. What? All right. Um, so, looking forward to that. Yeah, Cedar Rapids has really represented uh, the last couple of years. So, looking forward to that coming up on Catholic Schools Week. That is excellent. Another piece of news for you. No after-school care on December. This is Tuesday, December 22nd. And that is because we get out at 1.30 that day. Merry Christmas. So, no after-school care on that day. And then in St. Jude Elementary School news, the sock drive was great. They had boxes and boxes. So those will go to Bridgehaven Pregnancy Support Center and Olivet Neighborhood Mission. Um, so there'll be a lot of men, women, and children benefiting from the generosity of our youngest kids. Really glad to be starting them off learning the importance of giving. Um, so thank you to the, all the people who are able to contribute to that. And then cold weather clothing, if you haven't heard me say it, then you haven't been listening to the podcast because we say it every week. Um, kids need to come with uh, the right kind of clothes to go outside because we like to send them out. It's really, really good for them and they love it, but they need to be dressed warmly. And then for St. Jude preschool parents, no afternoon four-year-old preschool class on Tuesday the 22nd because we're having an early dismissal at 1.30 to start break. And then uh, finally, masks and water bottles. Masks, we're still seeing children arriving to school without wearing a mask or the right size mask. Um, so make sure they have those when they leave the car. Um, and then water bottles uh, should be coming as well because we can't send the kids to the drinking fountain like we do in a normal year. How about Xavier Partner Parish and Community News, Mr. D? Well, some news for you. The Knights of Columbus will be holding a blood drive. This will be tomorrow, Saturday, December 19th. It will be at St. Jude Church in the parking lot. It runs from 7.30 to 3.30. Appointments and masks are required. Sweet. Important to, important to, for people to do that. Very important. Especially now. Um, so now we're going to jump into what we call getting to know you. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. Getting to like you. Getting to hope. We're getting to know you with Mr. D. There, I mean, I'm picturing as if we had more listeners than just my mom. Um, hi, mom. Um, I'm picturing uh, 
the high school kids at Xavier be like, Mr. D, Scotty D. Because, like, yeah. whenever we've gone over there for plays or show play or whatever, oh, my gosh, they're always so jacked up to see you. So maybe we can broaden our listenership knowing that, oh, my gosh, he's finally on the pod. Um, I couldn't believe that the other day um, when you had said you hadn't been on the pod. I was yeah. just like, oh, my gosh, this is a no-brainer. we got to get you on here. Um, not, not just because you're beloved and have a great personality, but because, like, you're like a speech guy. Right. Um, so for crying out loud. So, I mean, for the, for the listeners, just tell us a little bit um, just about you as a human, you know, from Cedar Rapids and family, and, and just give us a little bit about wh- wh- who you are. Yeah, well, uh, born and raised right here in Cedar Rapids. I'm a Cedar Rapids Prairie graduate. I was a Prairie Hawk. Um, you know, interestingly, my, my uncle, when I was in high school at Prairie, my uncle, if any of you are LaSalle graduates from LaSalle High School, my uncle was Mr. Anderson. There was are some a social studies listen. teacher right here at LaSalle. Oh, he taught social studies too. He taught social studies, yeah, right wow. here at LaSalle. And uh, so uh, I did know of LaSalle pretty well when I was in high school. Um, married my high school sweetheart. <laughs> Diana and I have been married for 25, going on 26 years right now. That's more than a jubilee right there. It is. We've got three children. Two are twins. Our first set of children were twins. I think something we have in common right here. Did they make uh, you go bald like they did for me? It was it was <laughs> amazing. One boy and one girl. That was our first our first kids. So uh, and then I have another daughter. Um, who my my twins are now twenty two years old. Ashley and Alex and uh, my daughter Maddie is seventeen. And uh, so it's amazing that they're growing up. And this year. Uh, my daughter Ashley is married, and this year I entered a whole new <laughs> part of life where we welcomed our first grandchild, which was very exciting. So, Aowen so, was born this year, and uh, she is going to be a year old on January 1st. That was fast. In fact, so yeah, it's been a, an exciting, uh, very cool year. And she has her grandpa wrapped on her finger, am I right? Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. All the pictures I see of you, you're just like on fire. You're oh, so happy. Yes, anytime I see her, I just think about her. It gets you very excited. Yeah. So, I've I've heard that. I don't I don't have grandkids. My oldest is only 15, but <laughs> I've heard that this is just like a whole new level of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. People told me that going in. They said, "Wait till you have a grandchild." And <laughs> now I do, and they were all right. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so, um, so I mean, the the way you engage with everybody here and talk about like your LaSalle pride and that sort of thing. Um, people would think that you, you're a lifer, but yeah, you, so you're from here, but you, you only came here kind of um, professionally, technically. Um, so where were you, what, kind of what's your, what's your teaching story? Well, it's interesting. Actually, I wasn't, a, this is my second career. I can't finish the sentence. This was my second <laughs> career. I worked in television for about 12 years. So my first degree, I graduated from the University of Northern Iowa with a broadcast degree, and I worked for Fox 28 Television here in town, uh, where I did promotions. I was the promotions manager when I left there, and that all changed because I started coaching speech at Xavier. Oh, that's right. I started coaching speech in 1999, so I've been there forever, Uh, and I thought, you know what, I want to do this full time. How crazy is this? This is so much fun. Uh, and so I went back to school and I got my uh, master's degree in teaching license and I came over and uh, actually subbed for a few years, did some long-term things. I taught at Roosevelt, I taught at Clear Creek Amana, and then all over town subbing and then nine years ago is when I came to LaSalle. Thankfully. So, yeah. We're so glad. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Haven't looked back. So, <laughs> um, so you said it was... What, okay, so I guess I'm just kind of putting this together in my head. You, li- you had a thing for something about 
media, right? Because you were working with TV media that got you into speech. And what got you started with speech? Was it just like, this seems interesting, I'll give it a try? I did speech in high school. I was on Prairie's first speech team. Oh, yes. So, yeah, when when speech started at Prairie, I was asked to join the team and uh, loved it. I did all the theater, all the drama there. Okay. uh, And speech, and I still do community theater. You're right. Just love love that scene. And when Xavier was looking for a speech coach, uh, my wife and I both went there, and we both got hired, and... Uh, started coaching speech and have been doing it ever since. Okay. Just love the theater, love acting and directing. Okay, so when you saw that, you're like, oh yeah, 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 I want to coach this, I want to do this thing. Yeah. Uh, and then from that, you thought, wow, working with the kids is more rewarding or more. Right. I'm better at this than I thought. Yeah. Um, I could be or okay. Just so rewarding. That was it. I I found myself uh, and I did not dislike my job. I liked my job in TV, but I found myself looking forward to getting out of the TV station to get over to the school <laughs> yeah. so much that I thought, I want to do this all the time. Felt like it was calling you. It was. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so what has kept you in the classroom then? Uh, well, the students. It's hard. I mean, uh, right. But I, <laughs> it's exhausting. But I, you know what? I, I look forward to seeing them every day. I still do. And um, I, knew, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I wanted I, everybody else to hear it. Love the students. <laughs> love seeing them. Love spending time with them. It, that is... Um, yeah, like on, 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 you know, when you've been out for a few days or whatever, if I've ever talked to you, I know that you're just, you say, you're wondering, what are the kids up to right now? Like yeah. You care about the kids um, on such a high level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's some people getting education because they're really interested in social studies or mathematics or scripture or whatever. And I know, I mean, we, we always, when we interview, it's always, we want to make sure they, they know and love their subject matter, but they've got to love kids, especially in a middle school. I mean, this is... These are some of their least lovable years, if we're being honest, right? I mean, they're hard. It's hard to be that age, and they're trying to figure your life out, and they're hard to work with sometimes. And I can say that because I have, you know, three of my own adolescent right. kids. Um, it, it's, it's so you, you gotta love the humans, and you yep. love them so much. Yes, I do. It's incredible. Yeah, it's <laughs> amazing. It's it's. I love spending time with them every day. Yep. And so then outside the classroom. When you're not wowing them, talking about civil war and um, <laughs> plagues and whatnot, um, and cultures and geography and everything else in social studies, um, you have several different, uh, uh, not co-curricular, I guess it'd be extracurricular <laughs> activities that you facilitate. Yeah. yeah. So I direct the musical. I've been doing that since I got here. I started helping out when I first got here, just kind of helping little by little. And uh, the last couple of years, I've really taken a big part in directing the musical. Love that. Um, I coach middle school speech. Bob Gardner started that program. LaSalle Middle School Speech is fantastic, and uh, stepping into his shoes to keep that going has been a challenge and yet a wonderful challenge. And uh, I'm also the student council, what am I called? Student council staff person. Is that the official title, staff person? I I think faculty advisor is that. Faculty advisor, that sounds much better. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, student council, love working with those uh, students, leadership uh, students, helping to set things up for the school and get things going around the school. And last year, the best thing that you could possibly be doing, COVID came, we didn't get to, which you were going to, uh, what do you want to say, like, re- uh, um, resurrect the <laughs> Star Wars Club and get to watch Mandalorian together. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> yes. Um, but we didn't get to do that. I think so. of that every week when I watch Mandalorian right now is how this is what we wanted to do was sit and watch Star Wars together. 
Yeah, and, uh, final episode of season two coming out tonight, right? No, it's very exciting. This is the way. I should be watching it right now. It's so. Oh, it's it comes <laughs> out at this time. Uh, I think it came out at midnight. I think it's, oh, it's it been does. on all day. Okay. Yeah, I look so forward to it. I can't believe it's over this year, though. I just started watching Rebels and can't believe how good it is. Yeah, that's I what you were saying. I cannot believe how good Rebels is. I, I'm 43 years old. I'm like, I'm not watching cartoons. <laughs> but um, during, co- uh, during, during COVID, during uh, what I'm going to call last spring, the quarantine, um, I, <laughs> I made a deal with my eldest that if he started reading Lord of the Rings, while he read that, I'd watch cartoons because <laughs> he was telling me how good it is. And so I started watching and can't believe how good it is. All the pieces and how they fit together. All the shows, there's there's some real genius going on there. Yeah. Well, we are the Star Wars generation, right? I don't know. Jason, Jason Dole's younger than we are, and he's well, he's as big a geek for Star Wars as we are. Well, we are the we are the first Star Wars generation. It has continued. We are. Yeah. We are the. I might even be like the younger cousins of the first. You might be. No, you I saw almost the same age. I saw the very first episode, the very first movie in the theater. Seventy-seven, right? Many times, yes, in seventy-seven. First movie I saw more than once on purpose. Okay. Yeah. I was born in 77, but I saw them when they came out in the 80s. You're just a boy. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> um, do you know why it is that you love the kids so much? I mean, is there a trick that you could give to other people? Because I bet their parents listen to this whose middle schoolers drive them to the wall, you know, as many days as they don't, um, and would love, you know, some of what, what you've got in that regard. Well, I just, you know, I love their energy. I love their joy. I, I they have joy, and uh, I, I love being a part of that. Um, I can tell you that I just I love getting to know them, and that's uh, one thing that I do is I start every class period with what's called a bell ringer. So we come into the classroom, and instead of jumping right into social studies, the bell ringer question can be anything, and uh, it's often just a chance to chat and get to know each other a little better. Yeah, and so we have a lot of fun with that, and just get to chat and and feel their energy. Okay, so you mentioned that like, and people listening are going, "Oh, okay." So he starts class with a question. Fine, um, but there's there's quite a bit to that piece. Like with Top Twenty, um, it's the you know the organization that for for, for you if you're listening, if you're not familiar, we work with Top Twenty. They help us with social emotional development, and they're phenomenal. Um, they always talk about how human being precedes human doing, and they take that into public schools, but that comes from a very Catholic understanding of the human person, that we are good because we are, um, not because we've achieved something, um, or that we followed all the rules necessarily, or that we are always behaving perfectly, but that God made us good. That's very much their uh, underpin. So we're, we're um, human being precedes human doing, so they come in and they're good because they are. But at the same time, uh, the very first presenter I think I brought here for professional development, Katie Kiefer, uh, she talked about doing something like, I think you used that cool verbiage of bell ringer. She just said, use a creative question that gets their brains going to loosen up their prefrontal cortex. So you're just, I do a bell ringer, I do a question to start. But really, there's this relationship, there's this um, letting the kids be vulnerable together if they share, because you always ask them to share, right? Yep. Um, and so now, you know, little Joey or little Susie who might have been nervous to talk about, you know, what they, you know, thought the author or the plague or the, whatever it is they're talking about academically, they've already heard their voice in the classroom once and now they're, um, they feel that much more safe and willing to be vulnerable with their classmates. Yeah. Yeah, without <laughs> a doubt. And uh, I mean, the questions can be as, as simple as uh, earlier this week, because it's Christmas, we threw in some Christmas stuff. Earlier this week, I just said, what's your favorite Christmas song? But every student had to answer. So, so then their voice has already yeah. been heard. So when you ask them something tough, yeah. 
They've already heard their own voice. And I don't know if the parents can appreciate the level of kind of thought that goes into building a class like that, but that's that's really good stuff. And I think when I go home tonight and we're, I'm talking with my kids, maybe I won't start with, how'd your finals go, Freddie? I mean, you know, maybe I'll start with um, anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else um, besides how's your school day? Because isn't that how parents always start, how's your school day? Yeah. But maybe we should start with, hey, it's good to see you. Um, you know, anything other than um, something that has achievement obviously linked to it. Right. Um, yeah, that's good stuff. Thanks for sharing that. Um, speaking of uh, Christmas songs, do you have favorite Christmas songs? Do you have Christmas traditions, either growing up or in your house or both, that are your favorites? Oh, yeah, we have lots of... Uh, I have a really large family, so just getting together with my family is is fantastic. I'm uh, My mother was one of six children. I'm one of seven children. Wow. So... Uh, just being around a lot of people, um, hanging out with the family. Usually on Christmas Eve is kind of our tradition is to hang out together with a big family. Although this year yeah. we've already decided that's not going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, but that's kind of our big tradition. Is for me, it's just being around lots and lots of people. I maybe that helped me become a middle school teacher because there's lots of noise. <laughs> and, and and I love your term. I'd never heard the term before. You said it was loud learning. Yeah. And uh, I, I see the value in, in noise sometimes. Yeah, and you and I can walk by any classroom in our school and recognize if they're loud or if they're loud learning. Right. Just like that. It's like, that, that's loud and that's loud learning. <laughs> yeah, I love loud learning. It's, and sometimes it's much preferable to quiet learning. Yeah. You can actually like, see their thoughts out loud and working together. Very much. That's yep. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. One, um, one thing that, gosh, we haven't done... I don't know, maybe we did it last year. Uh, we stole it from another family up in the Twin Cities, but um, we'll just go to the dollar store and buy like really cheap bells, and all the kids and Laura and I each get a little thing of bells, and then we'll drive around like a Christmas lights, and when we like a house, we'll shake our bells at the oh, house. Nice. <laughs> just I like that. Yeah, that's kind of a fun one. And the new trend that's out, um, I did buy a little silicone thing for it, because I want to do it, is um, hot cocoa bombs. Have you seen that? I have not. See, it's kind of what it sounds like. You just buy, you know, you melt some chocolate, put it in a silicone, um, semisphere or hemisphere, um, like a little half circle. And you put it in there and then you cool it and then you put like cocoa powder and marshmallows and then if you want to flavor it with like Andy's mints or whatever else you can put that in there. If you want to put cayenne pepper or cinnamon and then you put two of them together you melt the rim of each a little bit and you melt them together and then you put them in a bowl of very hot milk wow. and then it, it goes bloop and then the marshmallows pop up and you stir it in. So yeah, I'm kind of excited to try that. Maybe yeah. that'll be a, a new tradition. We'll see. Sounds very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. <laughs> um, well, I love chatting with you, and we could chat all day, but I would also love to play a game. Would you be up for a game today? I'm up for a game. Um, I'd like to try to keep it themed when we're, you know, when we're on the holidays. How would you feel about playing Finish the Lyrics Christmas Edition? Oh, that would be fantastic. Let's do it. All right. Finish the Lyrics. Finish the Lyrics. Finish the lyrics. So finish the lyrics is pretty much just what it sounds like. I'm going to start off a song, I'll sing pretty poorly, and then you finish it off uh, with whatever you know. They start pretty easy. They get um, they get a little bit harder. All right. Um, do you have any favorite Christmas songs? Uh, I'm really not a total fan of Christmas songs. Oh, don't, don't say that on the but it's on. It's recording right now. Oh, no. Um, but you, uh, you, no. But you're a big I, fan of "Light the Advent I, Candle." You told me. I do like "Light the Advent Candle," um, which, which we in my house have totally butchered, and we sing a really goofy version. It's one of our. I don't know. It's it's a tradition, I guess, of some sort. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
Do you, you don't, you're not a huge fan of Christmas songs? Um, I mean, I, I guess I am. I don't know. I don't listen to Christmas music on purpose. Okay. Except on Christmas. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's fine. But I know, I know a lot of songs. This might be difficult for you. No, I'm good. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I'm nail it. Okay. Are you ready? I have no idea. <laughs> First one is really easy. Okay. Don't embarrass yourself. I'll try. People might be listening. Okay. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul. With a corncob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Fantastic. Sorry, Cole. They should have asked you. They're going to make up eyes out of you. Okay. <laughs> one down, four to go. Are you ready? Okay. We're fine. This one you'll know because it's musical theater. Okay. When the dog bites... When the bee stings, when I'm feeling sad. I simply remember my favorite things and that I don't feel so bad. Wow, you did her proud. Okay. Okay. This one is uh, my mother-in-law's favorite. Hi, Mimi. Okay. And she sings this. Um, I don't think she does anymore, but when my kids were little, little, like when they were babies, she would sing this to them year-round. Okay. Year-round. She loves this song. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. <laughs> Something remember? about the Savior was born on Christmas Day. Yeah, I can't remember, remember the exact lyric. Remember Christ our Savior. Christ yeah, Christ. yeah, we'll say that counts. Okay. Let's get that counts. All right. This is one of my favorites. Okay. Um, we're going to say three for three. We're going to be a little generous. All right. Um, this is one of my favorites. I remember singing this when I was in children's choir. Um, Waller High School had a little children's choir thing, and I secretly loved it. Um, so I just, I, I love Holly and the Ivy. Do you like that one? Oh, you're looking a little blank. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, I'll give you the first line, see if okay. you can finish it. The Holly and the Ivy, when they are both full grown. I got nothing. I can make something up. Make something up! <laughs> I got nothing. Of all the trees that are in the wood, the holly bears the crown. Very nice. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I, one, yeah. I like it musically, and I like the symbolism in it. It's yeah, I really, yeah. really like this song. Um, you might know this one. This one's this one's like on pop radio. Okay. It's Biebs. Okay. It's the most beautiful time of the year. Lights fill the streets, spreading so much cheer. <laughs> I, got nothing. I got nothing. You know. Do you know the song Mistletoe? I, I I don't. I don't listen to pop radio. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's it's the most beautiful time of the year. Lights fill the streets, spreading so much cheer. I should be playing in the winter snow, but I'ma be under the mistletoe. Oh, that was nice. Oh yeah. So it's nice. I thought Justin Bieber was in the room when you were singing that. Oh, I know, I know. I it's, mean, I did. I, I thought he was in the room. You yeah. should see the tattoos I have all that over my abs. Amazing. It's fantastic. And your hair flip was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no hair. Neither do you. Yeah. Your, your commercials last year were awesome, by the way. The oh, Mr. So D has no that. hair. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. And they we, still ask me to play them in class. Oh, I bet. Johnny Zexer, <laughs> my four-year-old, anytime we say the phrase social studies, but like, girls, do you have any homework tonight? If they say social studies, Johnny's going to come out of whatever room he's in and go, social studies. <laughs> yeah. I love that. He was here one day, and I got him to sing it, so I was very That's, excited. I'm surprised to Yeah. I was to hear him sing it. He's a, he's a, he's a Mr. Davidson fan. I, I think good. he'll be a, a musical speech kid um, probably as well. You'll get to enjoy him. Is awesome. Down the road here. I don't know. I mean, he's going he's gonna to be in my office, not because he's my kid. He's going to be getting in trouble. Getting <laughs> sitting down here. Johnny, what did you do this time? 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, well, this is the podcast, man. This is how it goes. This is so fun. this is awesome. Um, is there anything else you've got? Um, well, we've, I mean, I joke that my mom is the only listener, and she does listen. And I give her a high every time. But um, we, yeah, there's you know. I don't know if we ever had more than 100 listeners, but we get 75 people every week. So sure. you have a captive audience of 75 wonderful Holy Familians, as well as um, a smattering of other people, mostly around the state, who listen for some reason. Anything you want to say to them? There is something, but if I have time, I want to jump back to something we were talking about. Okay. About that tradition <laughs> that you started don't to tell me about. Cut your finger at me. <laughs> yeah. So today I, uh, oh, I yeah. was told about this tradition. It's a Danish tradition, is what you started to say. Oh yeah, yeah, can yeah. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, we can do that. Um, so um, you were asking the kids about their Christmas tradition, and uh, both my girls say the same one. Or the no. Who, do you know who said it? I think Gemma said that one. Okay. So um, yeah, it's a Danish tradition that uh, I don't know if we'll do it this year. No, we always do it with Laura's family. Because uh, they're the Danish side. Um, and yeah, they would make um, Riesen grit, which means rice pudding, which I love. Rice pudding, um, that's right. And you can either put um, grape juice in it, which is fine. It's not that bad. Or you can put like butter and cinnamon and <laughs> and sugar in it, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, and yeah, they you hide uh, a nut. You can hide an almond. I think it's supposed to be an almond. Um, that would make sense for a Danish because you yeah, got almonds. Um, so you had an almond in one of them, and you don't know which one it is, and then everybody eats theirs. And then the only kind of fun part of it is the person who gets it is supposed to be, like, sneaky about it. You're not supposed to, like, take your napkin and be like, oh, and set it off to the side. You're supposed to be really sneaky about it, and no one's looking. You kind of take it out of your mouth, and you hide it on, you know, under your plate or something like that. And then at the end, you're like, who got the almond? Who got the nut? And then whoever got the nut um, is punished for winning with a yucky box of chocolate cordial cherries that, like, nobody <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's the, I think the tradition is a box of chocolate cherries. All right. Um, yeah, so that's that's the Danish tradition from um, from my in-law side, yeah. That is awesome. I heard about that today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's a fun one. Yeah, yeah. why not? <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I'll go home and have the treat that uh, from my side is Buckeyes. That's like probably our favorite. Chris, you know, it's like the powdered sugar, peanut butter, and butter rolled up into balls dipped in milk chocolate and yeah. chilled. Yeah, I'll probably go home and hit one of those tonight. <laughs> oh, man, you can't go wrong with a Buckeye. Oh, yeah, oh baby. Yeah. You have a favorite holiday treat? Uh, you know, we, we we were spoiled with it today. Thank you, Bruns family. Yeah! I am such a fan of Kathy's Pie's sugar cookies with frosting. Holy yeah. smokes. I thought I was going to cry when I saw the email saying that they were in the, uh, in the building. I was so excited to get to the lounge and get one. <laughs> those are good. Yes. Yeah. My yeah. favorite holiday treat awesome. at Christmas is that. Awesome. Love them. Uh, well, this is this is probably our send-off. We probably won't do a Tuesday podcast next week. Uh, I have gotten several requests to bring Johnny Zexer back on the podcast. During the um, uh, when we were on lockdown, Johnny was seeing me podcast from home, so then he started taking an iPad and recording himself, and so then I started putting those in there. I've gotten requests to bring him back, more than any other guest that's ever been on the show. Right. Uh, so I don't know if there'll be any Johnny um, podcast over break, but otherwise, this is kind of our send-off till January. Anything you want to say to um, anybody who's listening before we send off today? or Yeah, Christmas my break? send-off is going to be this. I tell the students this in class sometimes. Today very well may be the greatest day of your <laughs> life. Be ready for it. I love that. All right, hey everybody, I'm not going to end with anything besides that. This may very well be... The, the greatest, greatest day, day of, of your life. life. Be, ready Be ready for it. God bless you, everybody. Have a great weekend and a Merry Christmas. I'm ready to show those